Um, so this is a very strange thing because we were talking about day one, the torture episode, weren't we? We were talking about day one. Um, Michelle is yeah. here. He's, yeah. Um, and we start talking about Chris Chibnall and today, obviously, the news was announced. So this is a, I would say half, half of what we just, re- what just recorded. It's very kind of, I guess, awkwardly cut into because we kind of said halfway through we would we cut this out and release it. It's we so just big. we just talk so yeah. much it might as well be yeah. <laughs> we don't want to give yeah. you guys the impression that we actually have a lot to say about the insects gas episode of torchwood yeah. well we do but it, it's <laughs> we, we do but it's not none of it is positive <laughs> yeah. um yeah so in lieu of whatever uh here it is And we, here's, I will say, here's yeah. what here's what you should do. I, I just not, I just, just want to say we're, we do the same because I feel like we're gonna get accused. We're not we're not not my doctors or anything like that we are like like we we do like Chibnall, oh. like we we like we love we love Jody. Absolutely, I yeah. I still think I still think the best piece of Doctor Who media from the past fifteen years was that video she put out at the beginning of the pandemic where she's saying like uh like oh the, I, I saw that you needed a message i i this is not a joke if you go watch that video i think it's on the doctor who twitter she's literally in a cupboard with the costume and she's yeah. like i saw that there was a a huge influx of like negative energy from my and you guys needed a message and here's my message of what to do in times of panic i watched that video and i legitimately cried at the beginning of the pandemic like i was like yes and like I I cry like that is a really fucking good video and I think Jody Whitaker is a really great doctor and I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not the one of those not my doctor people and I don't hate Chris Chibnall I I may be one of the few people who when I watched Timeless Child I was like and <laughs> I was like eh? and and so why like I was like, I don't like, really care <laughs> like I I I I said to you earlier on Timeless ch- Children people are obsessed like oh this is ruining the show this is ruining the show forever it's like it is literally an episode where the doctor tells herself, listen, like at one point you were, you know, put on trial at one point you were, uh, like a vindictive, uh, God who thought they controlled life and death. At one point you were this and that, and that never, you know, that never changed who you were. It never changed what the show doctor who is, you know, this won't change anything either. And then she literally gets out of that by playing back the greatest hits of Doctor Who to the Doctor yeah. Who theme, and then that that like that that completely like eradicates any change that people have feared about for the show, and people are still like, oh, well, that, that's ruined everything. That's changed everything. It hasn't. It's changed nothing. Like it's 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 like I've been around long enough to remember when people were mad about like you know the stuff that Moffat brought in. 
you know, stuff doing with Matt Smith stuff to do like the Big Bang. Um, when Missy was introduced, I remember people being mad about Missy and saying, "This, this is." Uh, I don't remember. I remember people being mad about Missy. I remember yeah. that. I remember yeah. that. And now, like people look back and say, "Well, Missy was incredible because she was because Michelle Gomez is, is like." We'll, we'll get to I that. Remember, in, I remember. I remember when Missy came back. When Missy came back after being obliterated, and people were like, "What the fuck, brother? Like you killed her, Missy?" Came. Like nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> nobody cares. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, like, people who I, I feel remiss to say have nothing better to do, but they some people really don't have nothing better to do than to sit down and be like, "I'm just gonna complain about this because." I like this is the personality I have. I am the cynical complainer who, you know, the, the stuff I want to put out into the world is pure misery because I will look cool if I'm cynical. I will look cool if I'm miserable. I will look cool if I just hate, you know, everything that I meant that I claim to enjoy. If I just say I hate that stuff and I dunk on it and I make jokes and I, you know, I'm going to say this now and I, say fairly veiled bigoted stuff um under the guise of being cool and edgy because that's who i am you know it like that is just one of the most miserable ways to exist i think as a not only as a fan but as a person it's getting very very real um i think it's just one of those things where like you need to take a step back and you need to like look at like the situation here I need to ask yourself, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, what, what like, I'm, I'm openly, I'm openly celebrating the fact that we're losing like a, a doctor who is, you know, not only like has Joey like changed the game completely. Um, I do think the next doctor will also be a woman. For the record, I think that they, they will go that do, path. Do, again. do you want to? Do you want to clock in your guesses? Um, no, your desires, your desires of who you think it should be. I don't know if I know who's going to be. I I I do think it'll it'll either be. It's not it's not going to go back. To, it's not gonna, thankfully, it's not going to go back to the. I think the straight white uh, guy in their thirty forties, who is yeah. I I I, I think, don't yeah. care who it is. I just don't want it to be another. Uh, it's not going to be say, like yeah it, yeah. it won't be like a tenant or a Smith kind of like. I mean, I'd say that like, they were obviously good um, doctors. You know, we're not going to we're not going to be like, oh, well, we were. I I do think. Although I think if they yeah. do do that, it would be very coward. It's it's like it would be like a coward. Like it would it, be yeah. as one might say, a coward's hotspot, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it would be. It, it, I wouldn't put it past BBC, put that way to be like, okay, we need to, you know, we need to get quote unquote the viewing figures back up because that's obviously. Like, as, as romantic as it want to be about art, about TV, about creativity, it is unfortunately tainted forever by capitalism and the need to make money and the need to commercialize and you know create artificial success rates for these universal things. But I do think I would not put a pass at BBC to be like, okay, to get a few figures up, get like I don't know, get like Robert Sheehan in, or get like you know one of these one of these kind of Young young guys who has quote unquote appeal to mass audiences. Um, I do th- like the rumors I've seen so far have been, and I know you're like this. I've seen Adrian Lester put forward. I've seen uh, Ali, Ali Alexander put <laughs> forward, who I think would actually be very good. 
Um, I think Adrian Lester will be good as well. I think I think it'll be. Well, I think first of all, we see who is replacing Chibnall, and I don't think it's going to be a straightforward thing of it's going to be this person, that person. I could see them. I could see them going to someone because this this whole thing of like he is because he is the writer's room, but he calls them the core writer group. I think it'll be someone from there. It could be Vinay Patel. It could be Pete McTighe. You know, it could be one. It could do, be. Do you think Joy Wilkinson? You know, but do you think uh, that maybe they're going to go like we want to get somebody from the outside? There is a a very strange rumor that I don't buy at all that this guy called Jed Mercurio, who wrote Line of Duty, which is BBC's biggest show right now. It's like a a multi season like interlaid uh, crime drama. Uh, there's a very strange story that they're trying to get him in to do it. I don't think that that's true. I do think that for for them, the most sense make the thing that makes the most sense for them is to go in house. Um, I could see based on based on the episodes that they've given writers in the past. I think um, Vinay Patel could be the person they they ask most because they gave him Future of the June, which obviously is a huge episode. Um, even if Chibnall obviously has brought stuff into that as well. Um, I know Pete McTighe um, has pedigree with the BBC, and I know that the rumour has always been that he's been the one that Chibnall has been saying to, you know, you're going to be my replacement when the time comes. Um, other than that, I think if they're going to bring someone in from the outside, it'll be someone who worked on the show before. I don't think they're going to go like all out on like, you know, finding this person, paying them a load of money. It's just that, and, like, if we're going with the idea that they're, uh, we've got to get the viewing figures back up, which I don't know what the viewing figures are. They're like, oh, we got to get it back up. Uh, if that's what the, the problem they're trying to fix, I don't see them going, we're going to get somebody who's been working the show for the past three years, right? I mean, yeah, but I also don't think they're going to be like, okay, listen, like, I, I well, for one, I don't think Jed McCure is going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave this very popular show for a show that I've really shown no indication of wanting to work on in a genre I've never worked in before, like what Doctor is, Who. So what is, um, just explain it quickly to me. What is the deal with the viewing figures? Like, are ratings going down for Doctor Who? Is that the, what's going on? The thing with the viewing figures is that people who do not like the fact that Doctor is a woman or that Chris Chibnall is in charge like to use the viewing figures, and they did for Moffat as well. Um, like to use the viewing figures as, a, as an example that the show is in decline when what has happened is that the viewing figures are reflecting the fact that the show is being watched in very different ways, like the iPlayer and catch-up and all that kind of stuff. You know, because obviously, like, you know as well, t- the way we watch TV is fundamentally not the way we watch TV when Doctor it Who just, began. It, on it just doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. Like, that yeah, does it, not it, exist yeah. anymore. It's, it's, it, like, that model is completely irrelevant 10 times over by now. But these people still cling to this idea that it's it's the idea we, we judged success by now. Um, I, I do think, though, you know, whatever happens, I do think, you know, because obviously the, we have, you know, was it nine specials now? We have like three specials to center off and we have like six, we have like a six episode miniseries. Um, I do think going forward, whoever comes in next, I do fear that that, that will be the the new mode of operation. I do think it'll be like, we're going I, don't, to, I don't. I don't think it. I. I. This is, I my, my, it, my desire is that it's. I would very much like it. it. Like I don't care who, 
who I, I have no attachment to any of these writers you mentioned. Um, I do have the Witchfinder's novelization that Joy Wickinson wrote, so that's maybe the closest I can get to an attachment to any of them. And I did like uh, Demons in the Punjab, but I haven't rewatched it in a while. But I guess I don't see them transforming Doctor Who into a miniseries format because, because, because the miniseries format, it's like the reason why it's a popular format is a budgetary constraints. You, 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 you have, you have, you, you get less money and you, you spend your money in a more concentrated way. And two, it's better for like actors who have tighter schedules. And three, it's better for shows that like have one and done stories, you know? Like that's what the miniseries format excels at. Doctor Who is none of those. Like Doctor Who has never really had that much money. Doctor Who gets maybe like one famous guest actor per season. And Doctor Who, whose big thing is that it's mostly disconnected stories. I feel like there. I personally think the reason why they're doing the connected story for season season thirteen is because of COVID, right? I mean, is, that, that, is, that is that is the reason because he he did say that they, they had to truncate their their episode order down to. He, I'm pretty sure they said eight at the time, but then they're saying six now. Yeah, I but remember it, it being yeah. eight because they had to shoot everything in country, as far as I know, because they could, obviously couldn't travel to film, you know, here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, and obviously because of money as well. I I do just think like you said, like bunch of the reasons. I do think that the the stark reality is they're going to spend a lot less on the show going forward because of obviously because of the pandemic but i do think there's a very good chance they start kind of pulling back gradually pulling back support for the show um not 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 like not as it did when obviously you know in in the last series of, of classic coup uh there's also the famous scene I think it's in it's in Battlefield. Um, the last time you see the TARDIS interior, um, because of budgetary stuff, it's literally uh, the TARDIS console and then a curtain that has the TARDIS uh, backdrop on it because they get rid of the set. Um, I don't think it, we're going to get to that kind of point. I do think this is not quite the beginning of the end. I do think this is a new stage in the show's existence. And you know, yeah, yeah, you may be right. And I honestly think like Doctor Who is a show that's changed so much. Maybe miniseries is going to be the way they do it. Um, I guess my only, my only, uh, the only thing I would ask for to the showrunner who's clearly listening to this, they're clearly listening to the episode where we just spent 30 minutes shitting in Chris Chibnall. Um, I would ask, I would very much like it to have a season per year again. You know, I I miss that. I, w- I miss well, I that saying, so much. I was saying this to Peter earlier on because I was talking to Peter about this. I was saying that, like, the ideal, obviously, the ideal new form of the show is 13 episodes from March to May with a Christmas special at the end, as it used to be. I do think that mode of, t- of TV, especially for Britain, I do think that's dead and gone. I do think that, the, that that's not, like, from a from a creative standpoint, I don't think that's. It's split it in the middle. I I split it in the middle. Do what Moffat did with like six and seven and split it in the middle. I mean, you could do that, yeah. But I I I do think what ultimately going to happen is I think. I mean, I did say mini. I I I'm going to contradict myself. I did say miniseries. I do think what could happen is it could be like, you know, 
what they're doing now, 10 episodes, but not 50 minutes, whatever. It'll be like 40, 40, 45 minute episodes, 10 episodes. You do whatever you want to do. You get like a, a festive special. I hope it's Christmas again because New Year's specials are not only do they ruin the vibe, they also are a very kind of worrying sign that you're not going to do any more episodes for the rest of the year. Whereas in the Christmas special, you're like, okay, that's going to build up. They'll build up to the Christmas special. You know, they won't just like, unless you're Peter Cavaldi, they won't just drop a Christmas special without any other episodes around it and then move on and do another one next year. Um, I just, I do think that like whoever, whoever comes in, I, I, I worry that they're, they'll be told, okay, you know, you have, like, you can do, you can bring in the writers you want. You can do whatever approach you want. I hope they drop this writer's room idea that seems to have permeated from Chimel's time because I don't think that really worked. I don't really think there was any kind of strong voice coming through there. I think it was kind of fairly uniform, fairly kind of, you know, I mean, you see, you see like something like um, It Takes You Away in Series 11, you know, at time you get like this great kind of, you know, you get a sense of who this writer is in that episode, you know, you get the frog, you get the the mirror universe, you get all that stuff, and then you get Order 55 by Edheim next year, and that's all gone, and it's just kind of generic. And obviously there is, you know, it, it's kind of unspoken, but there is, I think someone got a copy of the script, and it is fairly different to what we got, so obviously there was something that went on there. Um, But, like, I do think... There has to be a new approach, whoever comes in. I do worry that whoever comes in it will be told, okay, you can do your own approach, but you, you can't do that. Like, you, you don't have the money to do this, but you have the money to do this. And the, this might not be what they want to do, in a sense. I do also think it'll just be Doctor Who. We'll get we'll get Doctor Who again. It'll be normal Doctor Who. We'll get, you know, get Daleks. We'll get tunnels. Tunnels? Corridors. Quarries. Um, <laughs> we'll get a uh, you know we'll get uh, a rock that, l- that launches in from space and releases a gas that uh nondescript alleys. Yeah, uh, we'll get uh, no. I cool just shots. I just hope I just hope if we get two things out of uh, Chibnall and Jody leaving, I hope the two things we get is one that this means Peter. Capaldi is more willing to maybe do big finish stuff. Yeah. Or that B, or that two, that this doesn't stop Jody from coming to a multi-doctor episode. I, I think, I, from all accounts, I think she loves doing the show, so I think if they if they were like, okay, um, would you be interested in doing, you know, it's you, uh, Peter Capaldi, and the 14th Doctor, I think she'd be like, yeah, get me in there, I'll, I'll do whatever you want to do. I'm just kind of worried that, like, Worry. I'm intrigued to see like what roles does she take after this, and would they necessarily, you know, be the kind of roles where she is like tenant and goes like, okay, I'll do big finish in conjunction with, like this TV show I'm doing or this movie I'm doing. You know, it's it. Mm-hmm. I I do wonder if she if she, like, I think she is willing to come back for a live action thing. I don't know if she's necessarily willing to be like, okay, I'll, I'll record like five box sets with Tom Baker and uh, PC Andy. And uh, I don't know. We should probably, like, I should probably cut this out and release it as like a bonus episode. Probably. Yeah. Uh, we can do, we can record a, a new intro at the end to this, but 
and then we can probably record like a, a jumping off point for the for the for day one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm look I mean I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of this. I'm you know I I'm one of those people like I know a lot of people really do not like series eleven or series twelve. Um, they both have problems, obviously, but I think they're their episode like um and this is probably the fear fan fan of me um the patin and the uh episodes in the saranga conundrum uh i think is not only is it a great film i think it's a great um great episode um i think you know the woman who fell to earth i think is a great like a great a great introductory episode um, a great kind of showcase for Jody. Uh, a great cliffhanger as well. Uh, even if the ghost mind, I think, is one of the lowest points he has in terms of you know introducing companions into the show. Um, you know, I, there's stuff I like about him. I'm looking forward all the same to seeing what comes from this, who comes into the role. You know, there's always excitement. I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, the BBC announced this. Considering the last the last three announcements have been um, Doctor Who Confidential Special, uh, Big Glitzy Doctor Who Announcement Special, and Adverse during Wimbledon. Um, I mean, I can see whether they they decide you know we'll we'll do like they obviously won't do like a big special. Like, They'll big do a live stream. Hour. They'll pro- they probably will do a live stream. They'll probably do like a, a countdown on like on like Twitch or on their uh, Twitter page or something, or or they will. I'm trying to think that because friend of the show Nathan, I was talking to them earlier on, and they were saying to me that like you know they were looking at like the gaps between Doctor leaving and Doctor being announced, um, and the gap between Capaldi and Whitaker was fairly long, um, and it did feel like they were waiting for like I mean like a, a big event like Wimbledon to announce that so they they would get you know all eyes on on this. Uh, and also, but, but, but yeah. I guess the question here would be like, I don't know if you can base this on previous cast because it's been confirmed that it's autumn of next year, so fall of next year that that we're gonna see the we're gonna find out who the next that's gonna be the regeneration. Yeah. So that's a full year that they're gonna leave us waiting to see this doctor. You know, it's trying. It's, it's trying to figure out like when when do you announce and when because there's no way if if you've got if you've released this press statement saying. Chris Chibnall is leaving. So is Julie Whitaker. There'll be a new creative team. Um, they'll probably. Be a, I. I. I don't think John Bishop and Amanda Bagill are, are sticking around either. I think there will probably be news about that. If not soon, then closer to the announcement. Um, well, I guess the question would be: During the specials, did we know that Matt Smith was going to be the next doctor? We. we oh, did we though? We we knew at some point. I think we did. I think we did know at some point that he was. I know for Matt Smith, Matt Smith announced he was leaving fairly in advance of Capaldi. I think Capaldi, we knew Capaldi's coming in fairly in advance of uh, Time of the Doctor. We, we did because he was in Name of the Doctor as well. Um, they, I think, I'm trying to think of when they could announce this. I, like, as I was saying, but like. Okay, you know, okay. So apparently yeah. Matt Smith was announced as a new doctor in January, January of 20, 2009. Right, so yeah. a year before that means they, that yeah. there were at least three specials, yeah. four specials with 
with 10 where we knew yeah. it would be Matt Smith. So, yeah. okay, I definitely see them announcing like at the end of series 13 who the new doctor is going to be. And then, because yeah. you know what I think is going to happen, and I'm going to shoot my shot here. You ready for me to shoot my shot? All right. I'm going to shoot my shot real hard. And it's funny because of, <laughs> we were talking about one day a couple of few back. But here, uh, but here, here's what I'll say. I think what's going to happen is this. I think they're going to announce who the next Doctor is on at the end of Series 13. And I think the specials are going to wrap up the story with the Fugitive Doctor, you know, um, mm-hmm. maybe bring her back, or maybe, like... I don't know if they would go as far as undoing the Timeless Child, but they would de- they they're definitely going to... They're definitely going to wrap that up in a way where if the next showrunner doesn't want to talk about that, they don't have to, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's going to be enough for, like, the next showrunner could just be like... Uh, you know what? That's a part of the Doctor story, but we're not going to talk about that. The way that, like, say, Capaldi didn't really talk about River Song for most of his run, yeah, or the way that Whitaker doesn't really talk about River Song too, or the uh, Time War or anything, yeah, or or that's yeah, or the Time War and all that. Like, they're gonna because I feel like this is not my my judgment on the Timeless Child plot. I just feel like that's a courtesy you would do to the next showrunner. Like, I don't think Russell T Davies would give over the 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 handle to Moffat without ever wrapping up the Fort Knox part, right? For an Knox yeah. plot line, right? Like that would just be a th- a big thing to do. Yeah. So, or like imagine Moffat giving the handles to Chibnall without ever paying off the whole like the Doctor's gonna die in this day in 1963. Like that would just be a, a weird thing to say. Or the Silence yeah. Arc, whatever. Yeah. So I think they're gonna wrap that up doing the specials, and I think they're gonna announce the Doctor really early on, and then the Doctor, the next Doctor is gonna show up. Before Whitaker's regeneration, hmm. and I think it's gonna be like a like a moment where where Whitaker's future, where, where like Whitaker, where the thirteen doctors like questioning her future, and then she meets this person who like gives her renewed hope, and she doesn't know who that is, but we because we know that's a new doctor, we know that's the next doctor. The same way that that Capaldi's last story was. Uh, featured the first Doctor in the same way that Capaldi showed up in Day of the Doctor. You know? Yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to announce it and they're going to use it. Or they're not going to use it and <laughs> they're just going to announce it and leave I, us waiting. I think what they'll do is they'll announce it. Um, I'm going to shoot my shot here. I, I think what's going to happen is that they're going to announce it in... What will happen is they'll announce the showrunner first. And I think... I think I I remember I said this already. I think they have if they haven't got an idea now, but if they have an idea now, I think they're probably finalizing who's going to be because you don't announce that these people are leaving without having an idea of who's coming into their place. You know, the the creative force and the producer of the show. You know, they'll yeah. have ta- they'll be in talks with whoever's coming in to replace them. Um, and as soon as we get that we get that announcement, we will get. If not an announcement of who's going to be the new Doctor, we'll get the start of, you know, speculation. Very thinly veiled, very thinly veiled speculation of this is the person who they'll look like. Like for for Chibnall when he came in, they looked at like, okay, who has he worked with a lot in the past? Uh, Olivia Coleman, he's worked a lot in the past. Well, there's like the rumor is it's going to be a female Doctor. Well, you know, maybe Phoebe Waller-Bridge, maybe um, Michaela Cole, uh, and then. Then literally, and this is, this is how it always works. So this is what you look out for: is the day someone in the odds immediately shoots up to the favor, 
it happened, it happened the day before they did the big reveal for Capaldi. Or maybe it was the day before. It was definitely before, anyway. Capaldi suddenly exploded in in the odds and became the odds-on favourite to be announced. Jodie Whittaker, out of nowhere, literally, I don't know if you've been linked, out of nowhere, like, suddenly became the odds-on favourite and then next day announced it's Jodie Whittaker. Like, you have to look out for, like, who is going to be the bookie's favourite out of nowhere or, like, very suddenly, which is why I think, contrary to myself again, we're going to finally see the announcement, the confirmation that the Doctor Who comics Doctor, played by Nicholas Briggs, is now canon, is now the new Doctor. And I knew he's coming in. in. He's coming in. Say, Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm the Doctor now. Um, I do think we, we like whoever comes in, they're going to look at who, who this person has, has worked with a lot, in, lot with before. Um, they'll work from there. That obviously does not mean that the person will be the Doctor because there are so many actors who, you know, they work with this person and then they're like, okay, you know, obviously, uh, like, you know, you gave me my start or you, you gave me this great material. There's no way in hell I'm spending, you know, years of my life tied into a contract where all I can do is play this one person, you know, for however many weeks of a, of a year um, and I can't do anything else. You know, that's not going to happen what's like going to happen is that it'll either be like the new doctor will either be like someone famous for like that instant thing but okay you know you know I, I, like i don't think the bbc view the show as a failure right now i don't think they're they'd be that stupid i think it's still fairly popular it's still you know it still makes money for them but i could see them being like okay you know we've come off a quote unquote divisive era We'll get someone who's a no name. It's the kind of thing you talk about in your uh, fan cast. We'll get like a no name, like a, a, an actual, like a heavy ringer to come in for, you know, maybe one year, maybe two years. Um, and they'll they'll play the doctor and they'll bring, the, the, they'll bring, you know, a lot more attention back to the show. Or they'll say, okay, we need someone who is, you know, popular with, you know, younger audiences right now. Dude. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say, right? You're saying all these things and you know well, who I want. Who? I want Dev Patel. Listen, Dev Patel is not gonna is not gonna Dev Patel is. be like. I'm, I know he is. He, I have faith. He's. I, I just. I, I just he's not too big. He did an eight twenty four movie, David. <laughs> he did an eight twenty four movie that that where he Dev Patel's. Uh, listen, he's he's. You're just jealous because you know he would be amazing and he would be, be so amazing. hot in it. Listen, Dev Patel is never. Well, no, look, he's kind of bad and. The best exotic like miracle hotel. That's because he's kind of been given uh, absolutely nothing character to play with. No, but that doesn't count. We don't count that yeah. against him. We, there's <laughs> like, two things we don't yeah. count against, against Dev Patel, and that's the Marigold Hotel franchise and Last Airbender. We just don't count those against Dev Patel. It's not really his fault. But I mean, David, just think about it. Just think about. Just imagine. <laughs> he, just he imagine. Be, just imagine Dev Patel walking out of the TARDIS in like the swankiest costume ever. Suddenly, all of Britain. Just moans in unison <laughs> at the he, sight of this a hunk of a man delivering a killer performance. He I mean <laughs> listen, he would he would be incredible. He would be more than incredible. He'll be obviously like the the best choice. He is not someone who's gonna be like, I'm gonna spend you know, 
coming out the Green Knight, where by all accounts he apparently is, it's apparently like a proper star making performance, which he shouldn't need because he already is a star, and he's already given so many great performances. Um, he's having to come off that and be like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to take on this role where you know I'm 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 doing a, a TV show in Britain for for you know however many years. Um, one one thing I could see happening. And I don't think it will happen uh, at any particular point. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm suggesting. I, I could see them t- taking the the famous SNL approach where for one mm. season they decide, okay, you know what? Balls to the wall. We're going to get Billy Crystal and we're going to get like, you know, this oh person, that person, this person. And they go like, okay, who, who can we bring in? Who knows a show? Who knows how it works? Who knows, you know, who has show ran a show? Who will, you know, maybe they'll they'll you know they'll, they'll be interested because you know they've 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 kind of gone off the show a bit now, whatever. So maybe they go like, okay, Mark Gatiss or like you know Sarah Dollard or Jamie Madison, you know, because from all accounts, Jamie Madison was asked to come back. Well, I mean, the three of them were asked to come back. Gatiss and Dollar said no. Um, you know, and Gatiss was like, I want I want to give people you know, a chance to do it themselves. I don't want to be like, you know, coming back. And I think where I've ended up here is a good place to stop, you know, my, my time writing for the show. I know from what I understand, Jimmy Madison was asked back and he came back and he gave a script to Chibnall and Chibnall said like, you know what, this isn't, I don't really want to do this kind of idea. Um, and Jimmy Madison's like, okay, then, you know. Well, well what do we know? What was it? We don't know what the, what the story was. I, 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 like the, the variations I've heard in that story are it was amicable and it wasn't amicable, so I don't know where exactly that ends. What the fuck don't, don't these guys just write a writer's tale? Please, we I need, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Listen, if you want, like the, the Moffat era is, to be quite honest, if he wrote him, if he wrote a writer's tale, he probably would be sued by like fifteen different people based on what I've heard about the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. On that, on that. Oh, my God. Tell me tell me all about it after we record it. Yeah. After we finish this. Um, well, yeah, you know, I think I think we kind of exhausted. I think, like, um, uh, you know, whatever happens, it's going to go on again and again and again. It, it will keep going. You know, there's no need to worry. I'm, very, I'm flagging like hell right now. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, you know... It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I I can say I can say for a fact that the news that the next season is gonna be one big story, and that we're gonna get a new Doctor and a new showrunner next year means that like this is one of the most exciting times to be a Doctor Who fan because Doctor Who, the thing that set that separates it from every other show out there is change. You know, mm-hmm. whenever the Doctor falls and becomes another actor, that's change. The show is changing. And you don't get any that anywhere else in any other form of media. There's no movies like it. There's no TV show like it. And the fact that we get to experience that is a joy and a wonder. And I love it. I love that we get to we get to like sit and wait and be like, the show we're watching right now for a Potter Who cast no longer exists. And the show we're watching right now, as in the show we're gonna watch in Fallout 2021, two years from now, that show's not gonna exist. And that's wonderful. And I'll wait to see what happens next. It is very exciting. Um, thank you for listening to this little bonus thing. Um, let you get back. Let you get back to your to your lives. 